Hey, hey, it's Kirsten Gelfand, host of Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. And I'm excited to share with you a special summer 2023 season. It is going to start with a special episode I did with my daughter about planning a meaningful double digits trip. Uh, it's someplace tropical, super fun. And then I will have six consecutive days of five to 10 minutes guided meditation for you to enjoy. And some of those actually are really awesome to do on video, but I also am a huge, obviously, podcast fan. So both you can, you know, do what you can do with those guided meditations and they're free for you. I also wanted uh, to share with you that you can do a challenge for free with me. We're going to be working on movement. We're going to be working on mindset and nutrition work. All three of those things. And it is called the Smoke Show Summer Challenge. And it does not have to be my fitness inspired workouts to count as your workouts. So um, I would love for you to join. And it's starting Monday, June 19th, this challenge, and it runs through August 24th. So look up, pause right now, and do livefitnessinspired.com slash SSS. That stands for Smoke Show Summer. We're doing this thing. It's going to be awesome. And I want you in there doing it with us. I just want energy and enthusiasm. And I think we need this. We as a collective need some energy and enthusiasm and to come together in this way. And I'm so glad you're considering doing that. And with no further ado, let's get into this special summer episode. All right, Christine, it's good to see you, girl. How are you? Good to see you too. I'm good. How are you? Good. I asked you to combine your many, well, a few of your many talents here mm-hmm. um, because we have, well, it's kind of the intersection of different things. So you have, you're a therapist. What's your exact title? So I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, which is actually a misnomer because I do see individuals, but it's just a matter of like conceptualizing people in a matter of systems, right? Like a drop in the pond, what we do impacts those around us, what others do impacts them. And so not seeing it just inside your head, but also like relationally and interpersonally. Oh, that's so cool. And I didn't mean to like go here, but when you said that, I'm like, that makes so much sense to me because, um, any amount of progress I've been able to make in my relationships. And I mean, um, usually is when I step away from saying like, oh, this is what needs to change about them and step into like my role in the system. And it's so empowering that way. Oh my gosh. I've even started defaulting for myself to like, okay, if I'm getting irritated by this person, they're clearly holding up a mirror that's reflecting some part of myself that I, that needs my attention. Right. And that has been life-changing because it's, it's like, Oh, Oh, and maybe it's just 
opening up my perspective on something or, or letting other people be themselves. But either way, there's always some sort of internal thing that I learn. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, I have a whole story in my head, but I'm not going to go there uh, for a, you know different times. That's happened to me recently too. Um, but yeah, so we also do this cool thing together, which yeah. you're amazing at. Um, that combine that we do word of the year workshop. And that has been such a fun thing. And it's been cool to have like different renditions of it and to see how, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but just even to see how I've evolved with that process for me personally, let alone the people we're coaching through it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's been really cool. My favorite tradition, like in that holiday season, I'm like, it's word of the year workshop time. Yes. It's so fun. And it's funny because as I was kind of like analyzing, so this year, my year to word of the year is surf. And, you know, that seems like a super weird word, but it comes from a couple different things, like where my like passion and attention, all of a sudden, like I became obsessed with Hawaii and surfing and just like what an experience it was this past summer. And ever since then, I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't get out of my head. And leading into the workshop that we did this year, I um, had some ideas. I had a short list uh, as we prepared. And then I ended up, that wasn't even on my short list. So I ended up kind of even going in a different direction. It was along the same lines, but, um, that I think is also cool. And I had, I used to have this tendency a lot to like grip on tight to like controlling it. And even the amount of like, how, when we started this word of the year workshop, you always made fun of me about like my paragraph that I had to change it to a motto. (laughs) It's one short word. Look at that growth. I didn't even think about that, but you were so right. Like, and there are no rules. There are no, if anyone's listening, they're like, oh my gosh, wait. I remember my mom asked, she said, wait, can I have two words? Cause she want to take flight for her. I'm like, girl, yeah, you bend those rules. You break them. But for the opposite reason, I think that there's something really beautiful for you. Not because you couldn't have had a whole paragraph of the year if you wanted. Right. Yeah. But like, wow, how beautiful and simple and powerful that this is your truth right now. Yeah. Do you want to share your word with us? Sure do. My word is wild for 2023. And, and I think about it in the way of balancing this idea of, of needing to be like domesticated, right. And letting my true inner nature exist. And every time I hear wild, I think of like wildflowers, a field of wildflowers, right. Growing unapologetically, not fitting the mold, like just doing what feels right and trusting my gut in the cycles of nature and everything that feels real and true and, and allowing myself to really connect with that part of me that has been living inside of me and, and kind of shoved down for so long. Oh, I couldn't stop getting the chills when you were talking about that. It is so good. And I love like the picture you paint with that to wildflowers. Like that is exactly it. And oh my goodness, I love that word for you. It's just magical. And it's funny because 
Um, I have some version of that as a sticker on this side of my computer oh, right now. And then um, I'm just thinking, I don't have, technically, I don't have my uh, word in sticker form on my computer. So I need to think about that. Yeah, and you we want artists mm-hmm. that like pairs that all together. So it makes sense that you do this beautiful picture um, for our words of the year. And like my, the way I, yours feels more like a picture and you're so good like that, probably because you're an artist and I have this beautiful kind of, um, picture of what you did for me for the word surf right in front of me right now. And mine comes from my nature of like embodying and like whole body experiences. And so like, for me, the embodiment of surf is kind of this synchrony or this combination of saying yes to adventure, like going for it, saying yes to adventure, just like going in and not holding yourself back. Like I'm always been an adventurous person. Like I'm just kind of seeing the parallels between our words Mm -hmm. that I've always been an adventurous person as long as it didn't (laughs) what, what am I looking for? As long as it didn't what? Yeah, I feel like norms or yeah, like as long as nobody was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. My yeah. adventurousness, right? Yeah. Like as long as yeah. that I would be adventurous in the cracks of what's convenient for my family, society, right? Yeah. There it is. Thank you. I knew you'd have the words for me. So there's that saying yes to adventure piece for me. And then uh one thing. The first time I went surfing and now I can't wait to talk to you about the second time that I just have gone surfing and I learned other things too. Um, But the first time I remember the coach um, saying to me, like some version of, remember, you're not fighting the water because for, you know, when I heard, you know, me, I'm like. I err on the side of like, what is your great job? And like, let's get the information and ask people that have done this before and things like that. And when I asked people what surfing, what the hardest part of surfing was, especially in Hawaii, which is like, there's like greater distances you go, I guess. I mean, I haven't been surfing other places, so I don't know. But they said one of the hardest things for most people is the paddle is paddling out mm-hmm. to the wave. And then once you take the wave in the paddling back. So I had that in my head, Christine, the first time. And I'm like, dang it. I can do anything for a certain amount of time. Like I can paddle my booty off. Mm-hmm. My shoulders are like burn and paddling. Right. And so, uh, one of the coaches gave me some feedback. He's like, can I give you a tip? And I was like, uh, yeah, give me all the tips, please. And, um, cause that wasn't my particular coach. And he's like, I used to paddle like that too. You don't need to paddle so hard. And I was like, oh, I thought I had to paddle hard. It's like, no, no, no. You work with the water. Yes. You work with the water. So it's like that, this balance of going with the flow and then, um, like at first I had written down kind of in my version of goals this year as like surf being inspiration for it is being fully present in the moment. Uh And even that I, as I was looking at it today, after we're a little ways into the year, I thought I want to edit that. 
-hmm. and it's not being fully present in, in the moment. It's like, it feels like you must do this. Da, 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 da. It's like creating opportunities, like surfing is an opportunity to be fully present. Mm -hmm. So you have nature, you have the physical nature or mm -hmm. the physical uh, part of it. And you have this like fierce, powerful, you have no control over that water. You have no control over that. And it is ferocious at times. Mm -hmm. Insane. And then the piece of it that it's probably not a good plan, even to wear a smart watch out there. Mm -hmm. So you don't have that piece of it. You're just like, you're fully there. Yeah, you have. And it's an opportunity for it. Yes. I, I love this idea and the metaphor of you don't have to paddle so hard because I think that people could be listening and agreeing to that, but then it's like most of us have been conditioned to think that hard work equals value. Mm -hmm. If I work hard, I prove I am valuable. And so this idea of what if now the lesson is what if my value is not on how it has nothing to do with how hard I work or how hard I don't work. Right. And, and does everything have to be difficult? What if things can just be beautiful and easy and, and okay, then we're whole, did I earn it? That was too easy. I didn't earn it. And it's like, right. Ooh, but does that mean you have to earn everything? Right. Like the trees don't earn the sun, the flowers, the waves, like this is just, these things just exist This beautiful, these beautiful, like transcendental moments in life just exist. And I think the more that we're focused on earning our keep or our worth or our love, we miss them. Right. Oh my gosh. So true. Because I can just picture myself the times that I was like paddling really hard. Or if you take it to the other phase of surfing, the thing we mostly think about is actually surfing on the wave. Um, it's the bet you could tire yourself out so bad, like working against the wave or not being in alignment with the wave and you can tire yourself out and it's not even that much fun. Yes. Then because <laughs> Or, but there's pieces of it that it does. And I don't know exactly how this works, but it's just more of a feeling for me that there are pieces that are exhilarating that it's like on the other side of this challenge, but not going against it. Right. It's still in alignment. It's still working with it. Absolutely. There is, there's a sense of pride, right? And I think that um, I, I am not a surfer, but I do hike. And there are times that it's like, oh my God, you get to the top or you get to this amazing view and, and like, yeah, it took effort. It did. But by the way, I could also wear backpacks full or like carry my kid on my back and it would take yeah. more effort. And do I really need to do that? Right. Like, can it, can a little effort be enough because that feels good, but do I recognize that more effort does not mean more value, more work does not mean more love. Right. And it's, it's incredible. So, okay. Do you want to hear about this times experience? hundred percent. Yes. Okay. And so feel free to like take apart or like, I am, you know, I'm so good with overanalyzing the crap out of things. And honestly, it's fun for me and maybe everything doesn't have to have so much meaning, but I think I get so much value get, from getting meaning out of this mm -hmm. for me. Uh, so this time was super incredible. 
again. Um, so this is my second lesson. And then last time I did, I won't even go into the side story of how much fun it was. I did end up renting a board, which was crazy insane last time we were in Hawaii. Um, but it was just because of conditions. So if, you know, when I had the opportunity, I for sure, like getting lessons is the way to go in my opinion. But so this second time with getting lessons, um, I was like, of course, once again, all right, here we go. Like, I want to start right where I was last time and, you know, go for it and all that stuff. And another really beautiful thing about this for me was, so, you know, the story that I wanted to do this trip with my daughter Mm -hmm. to celebrate double digits. And even before we left, I remember saying to you, if all things turn into be like the worst case scenario, this is still like such an incredible experience for Addison and I, Mm -hmm. and of course, you know, it was amazing. And Mm -hmm. so it continued to like build on like, oh my gosh, are you serious? They're calling us over the loudspeaker, not because something's wrong, because they upgraded our flight to be nonstop, like things like that. And like what it, it was just, it felt like luck in so many ways, but then it's just like the momentum of, I don't know, goodness. Yes. And, and seeing that. And so, um, one piece of it, but I was really, so I was kind of balancing between making this all about her, but then also I'm like, you know what? I really want to go surfing. And so I asked her if she wanted to get lessons too, and she did not. And, but she was still willing to drive with me and my uncle ended up driving with me to the North shore, which was a couple hour drive. So it was an, it was a thing for them to like, come with me. And sometimes, like we said earlier, I don't want to put anyone else out unless it, I see the benefit in like 18 other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right there was a moment for me. And I was really thankful how Addison was so generous in that way and how the situation ended up being so generous. And so I got to swim with like real, I mean, a famous surfer. That's so crazy. And his name's Kalani. And so he, one of the things this time, so this time it was funny. So it was Kalani. He's like the famous, the most famous in the surf school in there. And then, um, my, another coach named James, he was also really great. And it was funny because I was like wanting him to be the coach and everything and I'm not trying to push it. And so we were in the smaller waves at first and he goes, okay, you're ready for some bigger waves. I'm like, yep. I was hoping you <laughs> And so we went to the bigger waves and then it gets harder. Right. And then I learned, um, with a coach, it's kind of a lot easier to get up on top of your surfboard. Because at the right, perfect moment, they're really good at the timing. They give you a little push. Mm -hmm. And that is for me from just 
my experience and the physical things I've done in the past is the hardest thing for me because I don't understand or know the timing and whatever. So it was really, once we got to the bigger waves, trying to get to the point where I could get up on the surfboard at the right time in the right spot and all that. And I was trying to understand that um, from a student's perspective. And so I was asking James a lot of questions and he, and so I was like, okay, so like in order to get up without you, like, how do I do it? Like, am I too far down in the wave? Like, do I have to go really hard right at the last second or is, you know, whatever. And so he's like, once again, it's the same kind of theme. It's like, well, and it was funny because, you know, we all ask questions from our line of reference. And mm-hmm. so he was even like thinking about my question. He's like, he was very kind about it, but I felt like he wanted to say like, that's not the right question to ask. Like Whoa. you can feel, he's like, you don't even have to paddle hard necessarily. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. But I can feel that little push you give me right at the right moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's start to feel the wave. When the wave picks you up, then you stand up. And I was like, okay. So I didn't even know what to feel for, to look for. I thought it was like, once again, what do I go to? My frame of reference, muscle. Right. And it was so cute. So there was uh, this couple out there, um, Kalani surfing and I love nerd out on like the coaching side of things too. So I was watching how Kalani was coaching Mm -hmm. different people and he kept on saying to one of, um, the woman in the different things than he would necessarily say to me or just different things. Like the coaches never told me to paddle harder, never. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because, and he was saying something like, okay, go hard, go hard. Now's your time. Like he was saying things like that to her. And so then I was just like interested in asking him. I was like, is it, I was like, isn't it interesting that doing the same thing, we need to hear different things from our coaches. Yes. Yes. And so we were all laughing about it. We're like, So basically what we need to say to me is don't try so hard. Don't try. Right. Right. Have fun with it. Cause as soon as I was just like really having fun, cause, um, there's a physicalness to getting up on your board. Mm -hmm. And so at first my coach didn't know I was capable of getting up Mm -hmm. in kind of one motion. And so he's like, oh, no, no, if you can do that, go ahead and do that. I was like, okay. So then, but what I was doing is I'd get up in one motion, but the motion was very like, and then once I was in my stance, like I could not be moved. Mm -hmm. And Kalani's like, just move your feet a little bit. I'm like, move your feet. (laughs) What? That's like not going to happen. How do I move my feet once I'm up? And so like coming, and then I just decided, you know what? I am just going to, I don't care if I fall, like whatever, I'll fall. That's fine. I am just going to pop up like a kid would. Mm-hmm. And, and I got air off the board a little bit even. So it was just like, really like pop up. And that was just so exhilarating and fun. And 
so it wasn't like a technique I needed to use. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. Just go have fun. How did that feel? Like when you were at the place that you're like, oh, this is supposed to be, this is fun. It's not about like the technique or the getting it all right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It felt so amazing. It reminded me of, I mean, cause these are professional coaches. They're very good at coaching. So they are good at answering questions. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was someone, this random person that was really good at like a fake surfing thing at the water park. And he did not, I mean, if I saw him in a lineup, I would not think he could physically do this. Mm -hmm. And I was amazed by him. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm asking him questions in line. And uh, for my sake, and then Addison was doing that one as well. And I was like, how do you do that? So like, once you're, once you're up, are your hips down or up? And he's looking at me like, lady, you are insane. He's like, up, I mean, down, well, no, just practice. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I just know. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, so it was so good. And the last thing that I feel like is really important is, um, and I was explaining this to my dad, who was an athlete as well. And he was like trying to even understand like how or why I was doing this or like trying to understand it. So I'll try to explain it. But so when you come up on the surfboard, like I said before, really great surfers can move around once they're up there which is insane. Like the balance it takes to move your feet. Yeah. And so, um, and like a lot of times you'll just hear a little coaching things like try to move your feet up or try to have your stance wider, try to bring it to, you know, have different tips like that strategies. Right. And so my thing that I kept on doing that Kalani noticed, which just because he's probably really good at noticing just very intricacies things is he's like, flatten your feet out. And I was like, flatten my feet out. Mm-hmm. You know, in sport, usually it's like, you never hear a coach just randomly say, you know, that's the opposite of athletic stance is flat feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's like, flatten my feet out. What do you mean by that? And so then when I understood him, He's like, your back, Uh, your back foot is kind of up and you're not all the way out. And what I realized is this happens a lot with people doing balance training uh, is they grip the crap out of their toes. And then think about that. That's like tiny muscles. Like that's just not going to work. Right. So they grip their toes. And so I was kind of doing that. I was, those are really like, my feet were just so uh, down. Mm -hmm. And so once again, I had to literally once I was up, which was a scary kind of thought because you're like releasing control, right? Is you have to like relax your feet. Mm-hmm. So you could move them if you wanted, or I was just thinking about relaxing my feet completely and trusting it. So that was the last thing. I love that. And like what you're talking about, as you were telling that, that part, I thought about just the idea of surfing and the metaphor, which is why it's such a powerful word of the year um, of 
Yes. Like you don't have, you first of all, don't need to paddle so hard, right? Yes. It takes effort, but it should be fun because generally if you're out surfing, it should be fun. Right. But think about this idea. And I think of the visual of your word with surf right on the top of the wave. And, and what you just described is flowing in challenging times too, right? Because when we go through hardships, oftentimes our response to these hardships is resistance, right? I'm going to tighten up. Like, this is where you think about, this is a terrible thing, but like car accidents, I, sometimes people who have been under the influence of some sort of substances, they actually fare better after a car accident because they're, they're not tensing up like people who might be sober. Right. And so it's always so ironic. They're walking away because they just kind of flopped with it, which is a very weird example, but, (laughs) but it's true. That is a real example, right? It is true. We tense up and, and, and that control, because we think that when challenging times come to us, we can get control over it. Our job is to control it, to change our behavior, to change their behavior, to change the situation, the circumstance, right? And a lot of that too is our own inner resistance of this should not be happening. I should not be feeling this way. I should not be experiencing this. I, something's wrong with me that I'm letting myself, right? So all of this internal resistance to, to an external circumstance, or maybe, maybe the only challenge is the internal resistance, right? Mm. But either way, when we think we need to meet it with more control or more challenge, or get a hold of ourselves, right. To take on that situation, what we need to do is flow, like to flow in that and to release that control, just like you said, and release that resistance and say, this is uncomfortable. Can I just let it be uncomfortable? Can I sit in my discomfort with this situation and, and let it flow and honor that it's for me and that I will be gaining something from it. But the longer that we resist, the harder it's going to be to just flow through it. And then to see all of the beauty of whatever the situation is, right? That's so true. And I can't help but thinking about when, and this was a super good tip when I stupidly (laughs) went out on my own last time, just because I was like, this is my only opportunity. People were renting boards. I'm like, I'm going, I'm doing it. And so I happened to see people out in the water that I had met before Mm -hmm. and including, you know, my coaches and everything. And, um, the owner of the swim school on my way out, like leaving, I was just like, oh, it's great to see you again and stuff like that. And he goes, man, you really did go from bunny hills because my first day is surfing to, um, you know, black diamond. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't know what's happening. Like I asked the surf um, place where I rented the board. I'm a beginner surfer. What board? And he's like, well, you're bored for one. And I was like, okay it was a more challenging board. And, and then he said, the waves were just insane where we were going. And then I was just like going for it. But the only thing that like saved me that I did not freak out when I was surfing on my own in that situation and the big waves with a more challenging board that wasn't quite as stable, but you have more, you can, you know, change direction better. Um, what, um, my cousin said to me is he said, okay, so when you get taken out by the wave, 
And if the board comes over top of you, mm-hmm. just like stay under and let it just like kind of take you. Um, otherwise it can be pretty freaky. And that was really good advice because especially when I didn't have a coach and I was just like going for it. I was just like, wait, I was like, all right, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. And so sometimes the board would like flip and kind of hold, yeah. hold me down. Mm-hmm. And so that is really scary if you're trying to come up. Yeah. Like fight the wave. Once again, fight the wave and come up and the surfboard is holding you down. Mm-hmm. And so that is just like, it just made me think of when it gets hard, when resistance, when, you know, everything hits the fan, like when in that moment Mm -hmm. to not be like, Oh, trying to force this, like trying to force my surfboard when the wave is like at that point in time, it's not going to let me up. But if I just like, let it go with it, stay underwater for a little bit, let the wave pass over, then I can timing come up and it's not scary. I don't feel like I was just getting drowned. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and can we apply that too? Right. When think, when our knee jerk reaction is I'm going to add resistance, I'm going to take control of the situation. Can we say, okay. And that's okay. Right. Like that's okay. Brought, yeah. Got it. Is this working? Does this continue mm-hmm. to work for me? Like, is this solving any issue? And, and to give ourselves permission to like, try something different, try a different technique like that, right? Ask people who seem to be navigating things a little bit more easily, right? They might have really great tips. Like don't go ahead and try to push up and get yourself untrapped by the surfboard right away. Right. Yeah. Like, go, go with it. Try something new. And I think that earlier today it came up this idea of sometimes the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to let something go, is to free something, right? And that also can be the hardest thing because it feels like, no, if I work hard enough, I can tame this or figure this out or what. You're not gonna tame this giant surfboard on these insane waves. It's not gonna happen. Can you just let that flow so that you can then do the same? Mm-hmm. Back to the wildflowers, right? Oh, wild. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, let's say if someone did do a word of the year, either with us or on their own, and um, do you have any suggestions for them to like journal on or work through, ask someone in their community? you know, how they could, so this was really life-giving for me. And so I just want other people to be able to have that opportunity too. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I would love for people to take the word that kind of stood out to them, their word of the year and journal about what that means. Kind of like how you talked about surfing and I talked about wild and And then to think, okay, how can I embody that? What are some things either physical things, right? Like going out and actually surfing, right? Or for me, getting into nature and, and just being in that energy and in that space. Number one, how can I embody that? And then number two, how can I 
take these tenants into my own thinking, into my own relationships, into my own family, right? And for me, part of being wild is I, wild does not wait for anyone, right? Like if I'm feeling an urge for something and a need for something, but it's not air quote convenient uh-huh. in my mind for my family for like, oh, well then I'd have to get a babysitter and I'd have to rearrange. And what if they don't want me gone and blah, blah, blah. Right. It doesn't matter because at some point I need to honor my inner wild. And that means guess what? being an inconvenience to people. Have you ever been inconvenienced by a snowstorm? Right? Like, yes, right. sorry, that happens. But also we need the snow, especially out in Colorado, right? To, so we have spring flowers to enjoy. It's, it's a necessary, necessary part. And so, yes, me being wild will inconvenience people. You allowing yourself to surf and ride the waves, like that might be disconcerting for people who are used to you maybe taking more control or like handling everything. And so are we okay with maybe discomfort, like making other people uncomfortable? And, And this kind of ties back into something I was thinking too, at the beginning that you're talking about Um, just being in the flow and in the momentum already with this trip and the airport. And then like, just it, when you're choosing you and you're choosing what feels good for you, it just gets easier to do that. And that's where it kind of, we talk about this alignment and this universal alignment with like, then it's like, oh, boom. Oh, here's this right here is the flight that we wanted. So we can get there sooner. Or like, for me, I'm really struggling with not with being disconnected from my wild this past week. And finally I woke up yesterday morning and I thought, no, I'm done with that. I, this is, I need to, I need to shift my energy. This doesn't feel good anymore. And I need to start prioritizing that again. And I kid you not a couple hours later, the girl down the street, she texts me and says, Hey, I need some money for prom. Do you want to go out at all this week? And I was like, Oh, right. Because part of my own wild is having time and space to go do for me. And, and, it was just like one thing after the other opened up for me because I got myself back in alignment with what felt good. Um, and there was right. And, and look at this, like sometimes, you know, it's a total misnomer that, you know, doing what's alignment or good for us is somehow bad for other people. Like, no, the Mm -hmm. opposite. Look Mm -hmm. at how that, you know, girl down the street, she's like, so pumped. Like she was able to serve you and you were able to serve her. Yes. And do you know, when my girls got home from school that day and I said, Oh, she's coming over to babysit tonight. And usually they want more time, you know, to like, no. And, you know, and they were like, Oh my gosh, we were literally, the girls were literally just walking home from the bus saying they missed her and they wish they were, she was there. And I was like, so look at like, had I said, no, Oh no, I feel like I should be home with the kids or I should do this. And, and that was actually the second point when you prioritized your needs. Like, even though it was a trip, like for Addison and with Addison, but you knew that your soul needed to get out and surf, right? No matter the inconvenience to other people, which probably did not actually inconvenience them at all. Right. But even if it did, that was part of your soul's purpose. And so we have to, part of this getting in alignment and in the flow is prioritizing our own needs. And so when you did that, think about the payoff for other people. Yes, people may find us prioritizing our own needs very inconvenient for them. But what happens when we do that for ourselves, thus giving them permission to do that for themselves and everybody showing up to the table whole? 
what an energy shift, right? Mic drop. Yeah. That's where it's at. Journal mm-hmm. on those things. Talk mm-hmm. to a confidant, talk to your therapist, whatever. Like, I think it's just so important to prioritize this work. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this with and Christine. This was awesome. Where can people find you and connect with all the cool things you're doing? They can find me on Instagram at the Christine Borst. Uh, your show notes, I'm sure you could pop that in because it's a long name to spell. So, or uh, christineborst.com. So perfect. I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. You're awesome. Bye. Yay. I hope you got something from that and you uh, are joining us in the Smoke Show Summer Challenge. You can sign up for free to join us. It is livefitnessinspired.com slash SSS, three S's in a row. And it is just incredible to come together and to practice these things. So to practice and make that commitment to each other and our teammates and know that we're better for it. And, um, you know, we're working on our nutrition, our mindset, and our movement in this challenge. And it's so incredible. So I hope you're already in it. But if you're not, don't hesitate. You have nothing to lose. It's completely free and everything to gain by being brave and stepping out in faith and saying, I am worth being brave for. So let's do this thing.